Hey, the board to lead Tasmania's AFL club, <clears throat> excuse me, was announced along with the culture lead is Jack Rewalt. He's an AFL great. They're another step closer, if you like, to the AFL. On the line is Chris Rowbottom. He's a Tassie sport reporter. Chris, thanks for your time. G'day, guys. Thanks for having me. Let, let's start with um, with Jack. He's there to build what they're calling, in inverted commas, the fabric of the club. Yeah, it's a good little initiative, this one, from the inaugural Tasmanian board. And they're taking a little bit of uh, stock out of what the Jack Jumpers have done down here in the NBL. They established a, a program called the Bloodlines, where they put a real emphasis on um, focusing on, I guess, the past and the history of Tasmanian basketball. And, and Jack Revolt's going to lead that process um, with a football lens on it. It's called the Fabric, uh, as you mentioned, and part of that will involve him getting around to all corners of Tasmania and listening to stories and talking to people and uh, getting into community footy clubs and uh, and really pulling together what it means to be a, a Tasmanian and to be a, a Tasmanian football player or a Tasmanian football person and and in his words, weaving all of those threads together into into what the fabric of the club uh, mm. will be. So, yeah, really interesting role for Jack. He's the first uh, official employee of the Tasmania Football Club. I was going to say, was it an ambassador role or honorary? But you've answered that. It's a, a first employee. Let, let, let's go straight to the top. The chairman, Grant O'Brien, tell us about him. Yeah, really good operator. So former uh, Northwest Coaster uh, here in uh, Tasmania, originally hailed from Penguin, played uh-huh. uh, local footy uh, with Clarence uh, down here in Tassie and, and was pretty handy uh, as well. Uh, went on to become CEO of Woolworths uh, oh, after wow. uh, working uh, down here and um, doing all these finance-related uh, education and, and working in supermarkets here in Tasmania. He climbed the chain and and ended up at CEO of one of the biggest companies in Australia. Um, he resigned from that role a number of years ago now and sort of sat on tourism Tasmania boards and, and done some other bits and pieces. But, look, when he was appointed as, as chair um, a few months ago, the um, CEO of the AFL, Gillan McLaughlin, described him as a, a unicorn um, in terms of somebody who, who ticked the boxes from a, a footballing perspective and, and also a business and, and corporate Australia perspective. So I know the AFL and the Tassie government are absolutely wrapped uh, with his appointment. And um, it has to be said, he, he hasn't put a foot wrong so far, and, and that includes the, the assembly of, um, of the board that we saw today. And Chris, um, back to the, the role with Jack Revolt, you, you mentioned about the Jack Jumpers. How many other lessons can you learn from those guys? Because, gee, they hit the boards running, didn't they? Yeah, they've sort of exceeded expectations here in Tasmania, and I think they really took everybody by surprise in terms of just how much um, every Tasmanian has bought into what they're offering. And, and that's probably largely because Tasmania hasn't really had a, a team on a national sporting scale no. to celebrate for like a, an entire season. We've had the, the Tigers and the Hurricanes, of course, and the cricket. Um, but the Jack Jumpers was just another level. And a big part of that was the coach, Scott Roth. And he's um, no fuss, uh, grit and grind, uh, hungry and humble um, attitude. That was his moniker coming in and, and just setting that tone. He is almost like an honorary Tasmanian, just from the way he goes about it. The guy's from Ohio um, and has never set in Tasmania before two years ago. But um, his personality just completely matched what Tasmanians are all about. And I think that they'll try and emulate that. And that real sort of, you know, punching above your weight, um, never give up, never say die, grit and grind attitude is what 
um, the fabric of the Tasmanian Footy Club will, will be about. And I think a lot of those stories that, that Jack Revolt will, will come up with when he visits uh, footy clubs around the state will, will really reflect that. Of course, um, for this licence to be complete, it, it's all about the uh, Macquarie Point Stadium um, and that getting off the ground. Uh, your chair actually said, look, you know, when we sailed up obstacles to be able to get the licence, um, he, uh, he thinks the stadium's going to be a similar challenge. Um, what are you hearing on ground level? Because there's a, there's a lot of work to be done and a lot of people's minds uh, need to change. Yeah, it's a really interesting one and, and it's one of those things that it's probably the biggest hurdle for the Tasmanian AFL club and, it, and it's probably the biggest thing that's actually largely out of the hands of the Tasmanian AFL club. It, it's, it's all down to um, the members of parliament and which way it all goes in there. So there's still a, a parliamentary process uh, to play out around the stadium. It's called the Project of uh, State Significance Process and Essentially, it has to get through both houses of parliament, the, the lower house and upper house, and then it goes to a, an independent planning commission, and then it comes back to both houses of parliament to go through. But the, the snag here in Tasmania is that the, the Liberal government that was um, that initially proposed the stadium and signed the deal with the AFL, well, it's been thrown into minority um, since that deal was signed. So it doesn't have the numbers in the parliament. So... It will be relying um, on opposition numbers to side with it or independents to side with it in order to get it over the line. So that's where the real spanner in the works is. And then in the upper house, it's um, it's, it's sort of stacked in op- with opposition and independents too. So um, not out of the woods by any stretch in, in terms of simply ticking and flicking the stadium through. And that's what Grant O'Brien means when he says he needs to win some people over, and that is largely political opponents and, and a fair chunk of the public too who who aren't thrilled with um, the spend and um, the site and, and a number of other factors as well. Okay. One last one. When will you name the team, the mascot, the song? Um, I see the AFL's trademark, the, the map of Tassie on your famous state jumper <laughs> with the big T on there, Chris. Yeah, and I think that's a pretty um, good indication yeah. of what... Uh, what the logo and what the jumper might look like. Look, I think that's all expected to happen um, sort of early next year. There was some indication that foundation memberships would be on sale before the start Good of next um, footy, footy season, which is music to the years of Tassie footy fans. But I would expect name, jumper, colours, logo, song, mascot, all that stuff uh, early next year. And I'd be... I'd be surprised if it was anything other than Devils, Map of Tassie, the Bottle Green, um, the Yellow Map, uh, the Maroon Tea, um, the traditional sort of side of things and a real wink to the past. Um, but that's all still to play out. But, yeah, but early next year, I reckon, for all that fun stuff. Well done. Love a Map of Tassie. Chris, great cross. Thanks for your time. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate well it. Well done. Great cross. Chris Robinson there. Uh, Robot, I should say. Tassie sport reporter.